Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi everyone, that's right. I am your host of Nina's Got Good News. And before we get started today, I just want to say I'm thinking of you all. 2020 has been quite a year for all of us. I'm sending you all my positive vibes and good healthy wishes to stay safe and healthy this holiday season. I do truly believe that sharing good news is more important than ever before. And of course, when I launched this podcast back in 2018, I had no idea that we would need good news more than ever in 2020. So here we are. Welcome to podcast number 83. This episode is a long time coming, actually. I've been wanting to share this next guest with you guys for over a year, and it's now finally happening. So due to the pandemic, of course, more and more Americans, sadly, are suffering from anxiety and stress. Stress and anxiety is taking its toll, in particular, on our children in various forms of mental health issues that they're facing. But the good news is there are some incredible people out there who want to step up to help kids and families deal with the mental health crisis. That is going to be the focus of today's episode and our amazing celebrity guest. As the coronavirus continues to spread, disrupting and forever changing millions of lives here in America, Your Mom Cares is stepping up to make sure children's mental health does not take a backseat. It stays in the forefront of what we are dealing with here in our country. This incredible nonprofit organization is run by Sharon Feldstein, mom to Jonah Hill and Beanie Feldstein, Patsy Noah, Adam Levine's mom. I love Adam too. Terry Joseph, who's Alicia Key's mom. Shout out to Alicia. We love her too. The three of them are working tirelessly on COVID-19 relief, funding programs, supporting mental health initiatives. And joining me now from California is Sharon Feldstein, Jonah Hill and Beanie Feldstein's mom. I'm a total super fan of your son, Jonah, Sharon, but now I'm actually a super fan of yours after we Aww. met last fall when you came to an event for Your Mom Cares here in Connecticut. And I thought then and there, I knew you were totally awesome. And I've been dying to have you on the podcast ever since. So welcome to the podcast, Sharon. How are you? Nina, thank you for having me. But I, I am not a celebrity, but I if you think I am, then okay. <laughs> Well, you're an awesome you. celebrity mom. You're like a famous yeah, I, celebrity I, I, mom. I would say that that's fair. And I can't attest to your, your bad taste in Adam Levine liking it. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's a joke. I, I mean, he, make everybody happy. Just, you said it's good one of those so guys. And then when I met his mom with you, I was like even more, I have more of a yeah, crush on so him. She's so sweet. Such an honor to meet you in person in real life when you came to Connecticut. Yeah, and that was the first you. time I learned about Your Mom Cares. And ever since then, I know the other moms that met you that night, we've all been following you on Instagram and we all feel very connected to you and your organization. But for our listeners out there that are not familiar with Your Mom Cares, tell us exactly like where sure. did this idea come from? How did it get started? Okay, so President Obama invited me, one of his team invited me to do a PSA and Taria Joseph, who's Alicia's mom, to do a PSA for the Affordable Health Care Act. And long story short, I said, can I bring my best friend, Patsy Adam Levine's mom? Wouldn't that be great? We'll do the PSA together, like in my kitchen. And then because I, my background, which we might not have time to get into, but I was a costume designer, stylist, manager. So I understand, you know, production value and all that. I said, let's do it in my house. It'll be casual, It'll be like a little Q&A. And it ended up getting like a million hits, like I think in the first hour. This is years ago before... 
all the Instagram and everything. And um, Michelle Obama ended the PSA with we nag you because we love you. Hashtag your mom cares. So my branding, the branding in me called the White House. The joke is I used to say to my assistant, Coco, get me the White House. And the kids would go, Coco, get me the White House. You know, like, and I, my friend Brad Jenkins, who I actually just worked with on a voting campaign, the moms did as well for to get everyone out to vote for this election. And I think it worked so great. Um, so um, he um, said, I said to Brad, can I own the name? Can I trademark the name? Because Honestly, if you're not a celebrity mom, what are you going to do with that name? Like your mom cares. Anyone can say that. That's great. I, I, I do believe your mom cares is across the board. We welcome everybody. We would love to have you as a mom who cares. But we started it because we had a voice through our children, their, their celebrity influence in sports, um, medicine, uh, acting, singing, what have you, Instagram influencers. And it's really paid off because when we support like Pittsburgh, the, the app we talked to you about, which is called RX Well, it's an app, which we could talk about later. Um, we fund it, but then we get to promote it. And the promotion we get to do with just this small little organization because of the voices of the children, um, some of them might post about it. Some of them might talk about it. Either way, people will write about us because they're one of our partners. They've been amazing to us. But they wouldn't write about us if our, you know, if my son was, you know, a lawyer. I don't think. I'm not sure. <laughs> I doubt it. So we get, we elevate the cause with with we take the money we give and we elevate it to a level that has nothing to do with money. It has to do with awareness and promotion. So it's marketing, branding. Yeah. So you so you took the your mom cares, but why did you decide to focus on mental health? Like, is there a backstory there? Yes, there's a there's a mini backstory that had to do mostly, I think, uh, with the kids. We pulled, we 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 vetted in food insecurity, homelessness. I mean, you can vet so many. I mean, we can talk about this also later. There are so many problems. Obviously, you know, in the United States with homelessness, children, everything being no, nothing's equal. There, there's there are kids that have no food and now because of the pandemic, they don't get to go to school. So they miss that meal. We could go on and on, but we noticed that like, there's no kid hungry, right? So there's all these different organizations for other things. There was not a mental health organization like ours. And the truth of the matter is my, another part of my background, I teach master classes at FIT is on trends and trends doesn't have to be fashion. And the most significant issue in kids is mental health because the truth of the matter is this is a happy podcast and I, I love Charlie Brown. I actually wrote about like happiness is anyone and anything that's loved by you. That's my motto. I'm very glass half full, but the number two cause of death in adolescence in this country is uh, death by suicide. That's the correct term, by the way, you can't say completed suicide or, or committed suicide, death by suicide. And the number one cause of death in the world for females is death by suicide kids. Not adults. Yeah, those so are some alarming. It's statistics. very, very but alarming. Yeah, statistics. that's real. But we have the good news too. Yes. We have the we have the not solutions, but we have we have we have collected data and information and funded it. Things that can help to change yes. that. Yeah, that's where we love to. It's like Fred Rogers always look for the helpers, right? When yeah. something when we're in this mental health crisis right now, especially because of COVID-19, we look for the helpers and that's where you guys come in. 
Tell us a little bit about your connection with Patsy. You know, is is this normal in in LA, like that all celebrity moms, you know, get together and want to do something or how did that come about? That is the most interesting question that no one has ever asked me on any podcast I've ever been on. And you know what's so interesting about it? Where do you hear the answer? Okay, that's, I'm fat. Good, Nina, kudos. Um, Patsy and I have known each other since we were 17. I met Taria, we met Taria at the White House in the Oval Office with President Obama. Literally, we have a picture. That was our first meeting was shaking the president's hand and giving him a kiss, for real, pre-COVID. Patsy and I have known each other since we were kids. My background, I have a very vast, uh, my career is, is, is large, kind of like my personality. And I've done a lot of different things, but I've been on the board of a pediatric cancer and AIDS charity since I was 22. I was the youngest, and I was the only, I was the youngest female by a long shot. I was probably, I was the youngest board member slash female. Um, I was maybe 27, sorry, 27. I'm not on the board of that anymore, but I did that for 20 years. And I've worked with children that were sick, but they also had food insecurity and the parents couldn't be with them when they were getting chemotherapy because they they had two jobs and four other siblings. And I have seen, I've seen the saddest of the sad, probably not until COVID, but I've seen the saddest of the sad in, in my work. And I thought Your Mom Cares is a brand that has such power. I would be negligent not to start something because um, when I was working, I worked so hard to be able to talk to someone like Jonah, Adam, Alicia, and Beanie. And now it's like, hey, can you do me a favor? You know, like, in other words, the access, the work is still exhausting and very hard. And you have to spend a lot of time you know, creating relationships and 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 funding really cutting edge, which we can get into to also um, um, possibilities that no one else either wants to fund or sees or pays attention to. But the voice we have would be, in my opinion, honestly, negligent. There's no other word for it. I wouldn't be able to sleep if I didn't use their superpowers for good. Yeah, that's. I'm amazing. very manipulative. I'm a manipulative person. Beanie, Beanie always says I'm I'm the most manipulative person she knows, but for good. Like I don't do it like well, so she I can't can say get... no to her mom, right? And Jonah too, and Adam and Alicia. no, but in general in life, yeah. like I can manipulate you, Nina, right now. If I need you to do something that will help the children. Of course. That's what I'm, saying. I'm all in. I'm all in. Okay, you got great. me. You got me. Meredith's gonna call you later. Yeah, <laughs> Sharon, I'm all in. So take us back a little bit prior to COVID. What was going on with your mom cares? We were working on and we just completed funding when the RxWell, which is the app that treats depression and anxiety, and it's we are being published. We're like so we're like the little engine that could. I mean, in in the charity world and the nonprofit world, not that this is not a lot of money, but for half a million dollars to be published and have your data be life changing in a field is very impressive. Uh, not for me, for the work. That I'm happy that we recognize their work and for the work that they've done. So it's anxiety and depression. And I, I don't want to get the statistics wrong, but 60% increase uh, a decrease in anxiety, 70% in depression from this RX Well, which is a pediatrician prescribed app that's attached to real people and ultimately to a psychiatrist if there's an emergency. So that's one thing that we were working on. Also, Children's Health Fund. We funded mental health services for 4,000 kids in South LA. And we created the first ever 
I don't remember if we told you about this, but it's like I, when I talk about this, because I guess of my work, it's very hard to work with children when you're in mental health because of HIPAA and, you know, what do you actually, you know, we're not building them a school so we can show you, Nina, please help us, you know, bring these supplies and look how happy the kids are with their toys. Like I used to do with the children in the HEMOC oncology ward. We are not allowed to be with them, right? So. And also we thought, you know, the homeless kids, like they, they, there are people working on getting them food and there are shelters, but what about their anxiety or their post-traumatic stress? So we decided that we would start, and this is, this is me saying to our partners. So our partners are vetted, legit, University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, Children's Medical Center, Children's Health Fund. I mean, you know, we're not giving to like, you know, Nina's friends who said, Sharon, if you give us this money, we're, we're giving to, Meredith is a lawyer, she vets everything. And then I go and I say, hello, please give me something that no one's ever done so we can actually move the needle and do something that we can talk about and say, no one's ever done this. It's pretty simple, let's do it. I mean. What we've done, which I'll tell you in a second, to me is almost as simple as putting a coat on someone that's cold. We have done the first ever group therapy for homeless children living on Skid Row. Now, what that means is these children that are, and we visited, we couldn't talk to the kids, but we visited the actual where they live and where they have little, uh, like the playroom, et cetera, et cetera. And the children are all in their own room with their families, right? They're all in one room. And on Wednesday nights, they get to go to Leslie's room and they get to talk about, you know, each other. So this, this homeless child, let's say they're 10, whatever age, they know there's somebody else that has experienced what they've experienced. And as a child being isolated in a room like that and not knowing whether you're, you're gonna be going to foster care, whether your mom or dad are gonna be released, uh, if they're incarcerated or whether they just don't have a job or whatever their circumstances is millions of circumstances. I'm not singling out any. Um, it's so nice to know that you're not alone, even when you're five or six or seven or eight, the psychological impact told to us by doctors that when a child feels that they are heard or not alone is huge and they feel safe because it's not that they're not talking to their parents or whatever, or whatever. And also every time they go to Leslie, there's a tool that they get, a, a virtual tool. So like when you're sad, I don't know what his tools are. You do X, Y, Z. So when they leave the shelter, they have their little virtual toolkit, which is in their head because it will stay there and they will remember that somebody cared and that there were other kids like them. And I am like, I talk about it so passionately because I'm, so proud of it. And I, we were, our goal was to put, take it around the country and then obviously COVID. So we can't go in person, but the reason I'm so proud of it is think about it. It's like kind of simple. It's one social worker or psychologist and however many kids in a safe environment that get to speak. I mean, that's not a billion dollar idea in my opinion. Well, maybe it is, but it's not it doesn't cost a billion dollars. I love simple. Simple is sometimes simple is best. Yeah. Except so in I my love, clothes. I, lo I love to be flashy in my clothes. Well, you should be really proud of all this because this is an amazing accomplishment. So that was all Thank going you. on and then COVID yes. hit. And then I know you guys had to pivot and move a lot of your work towards the pandemic and all the enormous mental health yes. um, 
situation that's happening, you know, in the months since March. So tell us how has everything shifted now since COVID and why we should all be thinking more about our kids and mental health now more than last year. Ever. I'm going to, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to tell you that we pivoted with fundraising and with, not with purpose. Our purpose is always kids, physical and mental well-being. It's mental health, but you can't have physical well-being if you're mentally um, not well. You can't because that means you're not eating right or you can't sleep or whatever, various different symptoms. So we pivoted to our partner children's health fund. We started funding COVID tests, flu shots. This is, I'm talking March, you know, we're back to like whenever the shutdown was. Um, Whatever they needed, we took our emergency fund, which is we have our moms. That's another thing that's kind of cool about us. We have like a mom, we have an emergency fund. So if a child needs something, and meant their a mental health professional at, at that point was not the top of the list. First, they needed a coat, or they need, which we'll get to in a second, or they needed a shot, or they needed they needed to be seen by a doctor. Okay, that's not in a hospital in the with the COVID beds in New York City and the Bronx and and um, Harlem and you know where we service Brooklyn, I think, in New York and then South LA. Um, so we get we funded emergency treatment for children from March on, whatever Children's Health Fund deemed that they needed at the time. So we just pivoted to say that this is where the money is going because there are no in-person psychologists or social workers going anywhere. They weren't allowed in anywhere because of COVID. So, or they would be masked and then the social workers would end up doing the flu shots or giving out snacks or, you know, pivoting their job to whatever it needed, needed to happen. So that's where we've pivoted. We've also just, because it's gotten cold, right? Like we're back again now to the fall winter. We just got 250 or 300 for Inglewood, Los Angeles, which is uh, where the Lakers used to play. They heard they might be coming back to Inglewood. Um, We have gotten for the school district coats, blankets, socks for uh, mostly homeless kids, to be honest. A lot of the kids they called us and told us were they ended up living in their cars because they couldn't pay the rent. So the parents, so, so we've just, you know, we've pivoted to that because we can't send a social worker anywhere or give anyone tips if they are cold or they have nowhere to sleep or they have nothing to eat. So we, we are trying to do basic needs, coats, blankets, food, shelter, doc, uh, um, immunizations. We're doing as much as we can. Yeah. You know, yeah, what's nice helping. about I think what's nice about us is that people feel comfortable saying, hey, we, you, our emails are very, uh, vi- they, they're vast. They're all different requests, mostly mental health, honestly. But they'll say like, you know, we need this for this. And if we can do it, we do it. And if we can't, we'll pass it along to one of our partners that we support and say, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? But I call us the Netflix of nonprofit because we create our own content, meaning we fund like Pittsburgh original content and like uh, rising stars with children's health fund, but we also um, fund other people's. So if somebody has a request and needs something, no kid hungry needs one particular thing. We didn't come up with that idea, but we could fund it. Yeah. I mean, we could try to fund it. I can't say yes to everyone. I hope everyone's not going to start calling me because Meredith is going to kill me. I like we work so hard to earn this money. I, I, I don't, I mean, I'll do my best. Yeah, right. Sharon, you're amazing. You always say yes. And the Netflix of the Netflix of nonprofits is so I good. I think it's a great line. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm line. waiting for them to call me one day. Yeah, I'll right. Explain it. <laughs> I know. 
Well, so what are you seeing and hearing about our children in America right now and their current mental health status? You're a good news podcast, so I'm going to smile when I say this. Now, uh, I have a nervous laugh sometimes. Um, there's a tsunami of mental health issues, and it's it's actually unbearable. I'm going to tell you that if we have a call with you, let's say, or one of, we're going to talk about the holiday gift guide later, right? So we have a brand partner, and I'm not going to say any names, whatever the brand, let's just call it a brand partner XYZ. While we're on the call, they will start to talk perhaps about themselves, their brother, their sister, their children, you know, people they know that have died by suicide, people they know that are very depressed, people they know that are depressed, and now it's so much worse, people they know that were never depressed. And like my constitution is very upbeat, like I'm a very glass half full, happy, da, 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 happy go lucky person. I've had horrible things in my life and I am very resilient. But the difference is if you weren't me, you'd, you're drowning now. And the, the amount of suicidal thoughts, attempts, et cetera, in children, during the pandemic, which people don't talk about, because we were, someone said the most interesting thing to me the other day, I forgot. I mean, it's so simple, again, so simple, but it was like, you don't say, like you say, okay, my kid has juvenile diabetes. You don't say my kid is suicidal and has mental health issues. Nobody says it, nobody. Everybody tells us individually. They will never tell us on a group call ever. It's always the call after. And we wanna change that. We are trying to change that. Mental health is health. The brain is in your body. It is, you can't have a heart and no brain. You can't have a brain and no heart. If the brain is not working, nothing is going to work. It actually is so illogical to me that that mental health is not health. You don't say like liver health. Hey, I'm going to get my liver health checked. <laughs> like, like it's such a, I mean, yes, when you, and when you go to a pediatrician, we're hoping they check everything. That was our original goal was you go to a pediatrician's office, height, weight, la, 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 blood. How are you feeling? You know, oh, that gives you anxiety. What's it on a scale from one to 10? You know, that kind of thing. Just personally, I have good friends that are therapists for both children and for adults. And literally they're busier than they've ever been. I mean, they're, they, you can barely get an appointment. It's no, well, you know, well, I'm going to, we'll talk about that in a second, but because you're the good news podcast, I'm going to give you some good news. They have, and I'm, I don't articulate this perfectly, but you know how there are degree, like you have a, a psychology degree in California or in New York. They have waived that in many places. So you can treat someone in, cause somebody in Pennsylvania was just asking this, a young girl that has her degree. And she goes, I don't think I could go visit my mother because well, I'll shout out to Alex because she's in Florida and I can't treat my patients. And I said, I think you can, you should check. And then we asked our, our team and they said, they're waiving a lot of these restrictions. So if you're quarantining in Vermont, but your license is in California, you can still treat your patients. Oh, that is good news. Okay. I it like is to hear that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so just as a mom, I have a lot of uh, moms and dads who listen to this. So What's your best advice as a mom and someone like you who's actually dedicating their current work to helping kids with mental health and stress and anxiety? Just what can moms and dads do to help their kids right now? What do you think is like the best advice? Like the mom to mom, tell us, tell us what we can do to help our kids. 
Okay, first of all, you know, I really like being interviewed by you. I'm going to have to keep giving you compliments because I don't like to let things go that you said my current work. I love that because I actually do have other companies. I work on this and I don't think I'll ever not work on this. Never. I mean, I, it means too much to me. It means the world to me. But I like that you said that because you heard me when I said I have a lot of different. I like that. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I said this when you were there and I think it's I went out on a limb and it was and it's like literally been my mantra. Don't be afraid of your children. Talking to your children about suicide will not cause them to attempt or complete suicide. And that was a quote from, and I can get you the doctor's name, um, University of Pittsburgh, a pediatric psychiatrist, I think. She gave it to us yesterday. So we wrote it down for this interview. So one, do not be afraid to talk to your kids about, and by the way, I have been guilty of everything I'm saying. Okay, so I am not preaching like I am like, I am preaching because I'm 65 and I have learned this and this has become my business. It is not the way I have always lived. I can tell you the things that I've done that have worked, that I've always lived, but this is information I'm giving you. Also, um, so talking to your kids, but it says like, oh, talk to your kids. You know, people hear that they don't, what are they saying? They're like, not what did you learn in school today? Actually talk to your kids and or leave them alone. But if you see a change, this is me. If you see it, if you notice a change and you, you're intuitive as a mother, you should act on that change. You should say like, you know, I know you're not in a good mood or like what's going on or like, you know, or, or like, look, I'm Lord Annoying. That's my title. I just told you this. My kids call me Lord Annoying. I say I love a title. But annoying is their joke. Caring and listening is what they're grateful for, I, I would say. And showing up. My class in, in, at FIT is called Just Show Up. Because I show up to the opening of an envelope, but I also show up for my kids and anyone that I love that needs me if I if I can fit them into my schedule. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. If Mary lets me talk to them. <laughs> you're so funny. funny. You're, I mean, I, you're hilarious. I entertain myself. That's I know. It's so I, good. I'm here like laughing. This is so funny. Um, well, so tell us, though, since you have, you know, years of wisdom uh, ahead of me, so give me your therapy. But, you know, it's not always easy to get your kids to open up, especially if they do have anxiety or stress. So like, give me that, you know, conversation starter. If I do see a change in my, in my child. Well, well, the truth of the matter is I'm not an expert. We always yeah. start out saying that, especially because yeah. we're a mental health charity. Yeah. So um, if your kids won't answer, honestly, that's a stumper for me mm -hmm. because I would say that I would maybe call my pediatrician or, mm -hmm. call, or talk. You know what I do sometimes? I, 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 would ask my therapist who has a degree because do you think this is a red flag or like what do you think about like I mean not with a piece of advice would be if you don't know ask someone who might know that that's mm -hmm. what I would say that, yep. that's a better way to put it yeah that's so good that's so good and not not like you said we need to talk about these things and not be scared to ask for help these are skeletons who might know when I yeah. was growing up you couldn't say cancer or divorce you could not say those words yep and, you know, then, then there was AIDS mm -hmm. and now it's mental health. It's, it's, no one says like, Hey, yeah, my daughter's bipolar. No. Have you ever heard anyone say that? Like, nobody says that like, Oh yeah, I'm going to, you know, the psychiatrist or the, you know, uh, mental health in, uh, Institute because my son is bipolar or my daughter has personality disorder. Or, you know, nobody says that. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. Have you? No. Think about Sadly, it. You've no. heard them say they have asthma, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. So. 
Allergies. Oh yeah. They all talk about oh, yeah. allergies, asthma. Yeah. Well, I'm getting more and more comfortable talking about it openly because I think it's super important and um, I like to get it all out there and keep it real. So I think it's good that we, we have to start somewhere. So tell us a little bit about, I know you referenced this, but we all want to help. And you recently published this awesome gift guide, which I know is going to help with some of your fundraising and it's a good way to support your mom cares. So give us the scoop. If some of us like me, I haven't even started my holiday shopping. I'm like a hot mess, Sharon. You can start and finish with us. Yeah. So tell us about your gift guide. I met you at one of our core mom, Lisa Zelson's house home. She gave us the best party and all of you ladies like me, you know, I was a costume designer, love, seem to love to shop and love clothes and love to give gifts and be generous. And why not do it through our gift, gift guide? As a matter of fact, Lisa's sister-in-law has the most incredible belts, Maxilla. It's from Brazil. They're new to the U.S. No one will have them. So if you're into that, Lisa wears one. Brown leather with a big, like, stone, like a natural stone. So it could be purple, blue, green. I don't remember all the colors of the stones. Or black leather. The belts are insane. They look great with jeans. So how I pivoted with fundraising is instead of doing a private concert, let's say with Alicia or Adam or something or whatever, we, however we raise big money, we decided to do, I created a Brands Who Care. And the Brands Who Care are our partners, brands that I love and curate along with tastemakers that I work with, um, I work with meaning they donate their time. Um, you know, a fabulous, young, gorgeous girl that I know and her um, stylist, costume designer. She, she uh, styles Cookie Johnson, her mom, who's a dear old friend of mine. And then some young lady that I just saw on Instagram. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I like this Coco Cashmere person. I'm going to reach out to her. I like her taste because her her everything she shows is like a varied price point. So it's not she's an influencer, but she also understands that not everybody wants to spend a thousand dollars or more or whatever or, or two hundred dollars. So we had partnerships with these brands who care. We have fantastic brands. They're in our gift guide. Look for in 2021 brands who care to be a trademark making a huge impact in this world because I am collecting brands, curating them. And uh, anyone that's a brand who cares, I don't want to give it away. I'll wait for 2021. But anyway, we have a brands who care. It's just not exactly what it's going to be. These brands are, I'm hoping they will all stay and then there's going to be some more. And I'm going to have very interesting people curate these brands with me. Okay, so the brands who care are part of our gift guide and every single person, company, brand in the gift guide gives back mostly female-owned small businesses. Some Donald, we make exceptions for him because Donald Robertson, who's Draw Robertson, he's amazing. He came up with the with the Viva Glam. That was all his idea. He he's the most brilliant artist. You have to look him up. He's everybody follow him. He gives us a hundred percent of the proceeds because he just is fantastic. Um, uh, they all are. And these small businesses, female owned mostly, have a give back factor. Some give back a percent on every item. Some have specific items for us. It's all mentioned in the gift guide. You can go to yourmomcares.org. Um, they were curated by a, a bunch of us that I think have really good taste. Emery Blankets is Oprah's favorite thing two, tw- two years in a row. And I mean, she's amazing. We love her. I own all of her blankets. I love them. I mean, there are so many. I don't want to forget like the brands, but um, Ahita face masks. I don't know if you know who she is, but she designs. Uh, first of all, not only does she is she a brand who cares, but she's also back to your point, given us 
hundreds and hundreds of masks for the kids in South LA and Englewood on her own. She's like, I'm making your mom cares mask because we don't really sell your mom cares mask, but if anyone wants one, they can buy it. And we, we, she's donated them. So she's amazing. And Corey Page Design, Lisa loves the leggings. She can model them for you. And Kismet Jewelry is Zendaya's mom. And it's amazing. It's the, all the coolest crystals and she'll personal. It's amazing. And we have a ton of kids products and they're from like, I think $10 with candles, you know, like 10 or $15 to like, I think Lingua Franca might be at our top, which is Lingua Franca. You're going to like this. You're going to need this. Actually, you have to have this. It's our, our sweater this year is Think Happy. I already saw it. I already put it in my cart. All right, good. <laughs> on your gift you, card. You can make any color you want. Think happy yeah, are. I saw it when I got the email that you Great. sent out with your, that that was the first thing I looked at. They're I saw, an amazing I saw that sweater. Yeah. They give a hundred dollars of every sweater and yeah, they're great. And we're going to, we're going to have many more, but I think we have 19 brands right now. I'm not sure. That's, on the that's gift awesome. Item. So how can we all follow along is the best thing um, to support you and follow well, can along I just, and be part can of I your off, offer things to your, your audience? Yes. Yeah, I would Please. love it. Thank you. Okay. So, so a core mom is a celebrity influencer mom because that's how it started. So that's called core moms, but what kind of name is core moms anyway? I hate it. So it is what it is. We're stuck with it. Um, and actually Lisa's in, in that, just because I love Lisa and she's a, an incredible supporter and I love her and she was there from the beginning. So that's the core mom. Then there's mega moms. Mega moms are give or get $25,000 per year, but it's give or get. So if all of your friends give 1000, then you're in. If it's, you want to make a party and this is what's raised, then you're in obviously have a tax deduction. And we would love to have as many mega moms as would like to join us. And if they have an expertise, we'd love to have that as well. But then that will segue into, we've done a lot since we have expert moms. So we have moms that are experts in nutrition's, obviously psychiatry and psychology, tons of those. Um, nutrition, um, exercise, any um, um, organization, whatever might be of interest because we do a lot of teachable moments on our Instagram and we have fun and we sell stuff. So like, it's not a boring Instagram. So it's really not Meredith and I do, we work hard on it, but because we like to give information out to those, it's like, it's wonderful advice. And like we have, um, it's called the frame. We have say Sage Glazer, who is, that's a for-profit business, but it's very important right now for people that don't know or can't get appointments with therapists. You can go to uh, the frame, but we also, okay, so that's expert moms. There's tons and tons of expert moms. And, you know, we would take a dad too, or a guy, you know, it's just an expert category of information. Then we have, this is very exciting for us. We are launching 2021, our first ever mentorship program. And this is a one-on-one -on -one with, I own a company called Expert Management. She's above an expert. It'd be like Adam Levine teaching you how to play guitar and sing, or Alicia the piano. We're not saying they're doing that because they're not. I'm just making that clear. So Susie is, um, I think she was the lead uh, designer for Victoria's Secret for many years. She's incredible. Her, her um, credentials are impeccable, but she grew up in the South and she never had a role model. She didn't think she could be a designer. So she's picking amongst resumes that Children's Health Fund is helping her with, not resumes, interests of high school kids. And she's going to mentor one child. So it's, it's kind of like the model, I guess, of Big Brothers, Big Sisters, because it's not a hundred kids learning the piano. It's this one child and Susie and at the end with a project that we're going to present. So it's, it's, it's wonderful. So I'm very excited about that. But we have a young lady who is bipolar and she does um, 
a bunch of content for us about her life and what it was like being at Syracuse. And then all of her friends were going abroad and she ended up in a mental institution because she thought people were invading the school. So she does a beautiful, her name is Danielle. She's amazing. She has um, gotten therapy treatment. She talks about medication. She talks about how fortunate she was that she had the funds, that her parents had the funds to take care of her. And we're trying to help the kids who don't have the funds. And she's amazing. We love her. Um, we really have a lot. Like our website is kind of interesting. It's not boring. I don't like to be bored. You can tell. So if I'm bored, we exit out of the website. It goes goodbye. I'm done. XO. Bye. Sorry. Love you. Done. Follow us on Instagram. What Go about to the, our website. What about the amazing, the beaded bracelets that you were selling? You know, that's my little, that's my little neighbor, Emma. She's right down the road. I'm giving her a new project this week. Um, she's baking cookies. She's every time I talk about her, everybody gets so mad. I give Emma the most airtime of everything always. And my daughter-in-law is best friends with her mother. And my daughter is like, I, why are you always talking about Emma? No, I'm just kidding. We love him. Um, the bracelets are for sale by request. I just posted them. I will post them again. We literally, Patsy and I make them and we will make them, but it's, it's, it's because I'm a trend person. It's almost like, I think they're back now, but they, for a while I was done with them because I was bored with looking at them. But what we're doing now is we're writing anxiety, depression, YMC, or a so anxiety and like a solid. And, and I think those are cool. But where do you see our brands who care? Where do you see what we're going to be doing? I mean, I love oh, the I bracelets, can't wait. don't get yeah. me wrong, but but I, I want to go, I mean, I, my whole, I was brought up, my father owned a chain of retail stores, junior like clothing stores for like young girls. I was in heaven. I was brought up costume design, fashion. All I love is trends. I created the Sparkle cell phone. I told you that. And the yeah. microphone that was, I invented that, the Swarovski crystal. And I see now one of the sneaker companies are doing it because I just saw an influencer post. I'm not going to say who, um, but I, that whole trend, I started that trend. And that's what got me into trends, by the way. That's when I realized, like, I think I know what people want. This is, this is cool. So um, I'll come up with something. Don't you? Worry. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> awesome. Well, so, and the Instagram handle is at your mom cares and everyone needs to go follow along. So and they follow can... me, follow Sharon Feldstein. Yes, because we Sharon. both have blue checks. So we, you can buy something from both of our Instagrams. So nice to reconnect with you and me please too, Nina. keep up this incredibly important work that you and Patsy and Sharia are doing. It's so, it's so great. And we're just, it's so Thank inspiring. You. And Mary, you guys are helping. And Meredith, we cannot and Meredith, forget Meredith. Yes, she's our, of course. She's our fearless leader. I won't let, I will not let her work go unnoticed. Yeah, um, she's great. So thank you so great. much and keep up the great work. It's really Nina, it was amazing. so nice to visit with you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. And um, can't wait to get shopping on your gift guide again. I'm excited to see what you get. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Remember, you can find Nina's Got Good News on iTunes and Spotify, also on Google Play, Stitcher, and Outcast. And now we are also on Pandora. Please be sure to subscribe. Also, rate and review all her podcasts, too. And be sure to share it with a friend. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community in the audio space. Please follow my mom on Instagram. Her handle is Nina B. Clark. Don't forget, Clark has an E at the end of it. For now, I'm Blaine Clark. Thank you again for listening, and let's just keep being awesome. XOXL.